Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The Bow Hunter Planet podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Visit vanguardworld.us to learn more about Vanguard's amazing products and how they can help you as a hunter. Whether it's binos, tripods, rifle scopes, spotting scopes, or pioneer backpacks, Vanguard really has what you need to help yourself succeed in the woods. The podcast is also presented by Rax Inc., makers of the best bow hangers on the market. From Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, and much more, Rax Inc. offers you the right bow hanger for the right moment. Oh, no, yeah, they also have a bow hunter plant one, too. So get your BHP Custom Rax Inc. online today at raxinc.com. Again, that's R-A-X-X-I-N-C.com. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. On tonight's edition, we are going to just chat, which is normal, but I just got me, Kevin, and Laura here, and... Uh, Griffin's listening in, and Carter's over in the yellow section playing the switch. Um, not yet, no. There's no calling tonight. But anyway, so tonight's show, I was thinking we get a little bit off off hunting a little bit just to talk about some serious, important things in, in life, and that is the moon landing. Did it happen or didn't it? Oh, come on. <laughs> What? <laughs> Let's talk about the facts. In fact, it's funny because uh, I've been, for some reason, like over the last, uh, I don't know, maybe couple. First off, I've been in this big cosmos <laughs> kick. Okay, so like I love watching the cosmos. I love learning about space odysseys. The whole Mars thing blew my mind. You know that they launched this robot and landed on Mars, and uh, I was, I was uh, real interested in. All that stuff, and then I so I did a lot of like at lunch at work at lunch. I'll sit and watch like just stuff on astronomy and like you know what's going on. And then uh, the one day I was watching something, and then I said like moon landing hoax, right? And I'm like, yeah, right. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> so I watched it. And I'm like, oh well, okay. They make some good points and all that. But then I like I started really thinking about it. This is where things changed for me. And I thought, 
who, who in their oh, watch out there, bud. I thought who in their how in world God's name in world is it possible that someone could go that far in an aircraft in that time frame in life, land on the moon, turn around, eject straight back in the air, and make it home yeah, and live all the way back with no casualties. And how would they broadcast live from the moon? Yeah, it is kind of. It's like literally 300,000 miles away. I know, but I'm asking this. And I wanted you in this conversation because you lived through that. And, and, but the thing is, is at the time. TV that day? But we have, to, we have to really think about this, though. At that time, what was happening in this world? There was, there was the Cold War. Yeah. Russia. We were rushing mm-hmm. to beat Russia to the, to the moon, yeah. right? Because Kennedy said that they would do it in those 10 years. The first ones, yep. And so the point is. And, and these are all different things I've heard, right? So obviously I'm just repeating some of the things I've heard. But it, when I really think about it from a perspective of possibilities, live broadcasts, I know so much about video nowadays compared to what I, you know, obviously when I was a kid, but taking that technology from right now today yeah. and that technology, which is basically, yeah, how are they, they were saying the technology in that day, that time frame was the same as opening a birthday card and the music playing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> So and you think about it, I know this sounds crazy because you lived through it and you're like, oh my gosh, we did it, right? But the thing is, think about it. 10 years, 10 years that Kennedy said that they would do this. And in eight years, my understanding, and this is all like stuff that's like you can look it up and we can bring it up. In eight years, the guys, the original three astronauts that were going to be on that mission mm-hmm. hung a lemon on the module and made it like public appearances that it's not going to happen. And then mysteriously, they all died in a fire in the same capsule like a year later. And then you have these three new astronauts within two years. They went from not barely being able to lift a rocket off the ground to landing on the moon. Landing on the moon, yeah. In two years. And at the time, Hollywood, they could do lots of things. Think about today and what we can do. Think of what Area 51 was so, oh, it's so, you know, what what really happened there? Maybe they hoaxed a moon landing because... Mm -hmm. There was a lot of reasons to do that, is my point, because of the war and all the stuff that could have happened. There was reasons to have a plan B. Mm-hmm. That was my yeah, point. Yeah, if they couldn't make it, we need I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm look, just saying like... there's no way the footage is real. That's all I'm saying. That footage, and they had a camera that was attached to their chest. They can't see through it, and you know, because you take pictures all the time. You have to, <laughs> this camera, yeah. had to, everything had to be manually adjusted, ISO white balance and you're telling me those are the pictures that came out of that and they could do it with some of the big best pictures on glo- like, that's what they said they can't yeah. how are they going to operate it hmm. on top of the van allen belt they went through a, an area in space that not even today do we travel with a human not even today after all that time you're telling me the furthest human has been into space since the moon landing 400 miles they went 300,000 to the moon and back does bring up a lot of questions. <laughs> All the pictures they show, the lander lands, there's no dust moved or anything underneath it. Nothing's changed underneath it. And then the same lander in one picture with the same backdrop is in a different position than another one. Don't get me wrong. I understand there's conspiracy stuff. I'm just looking mm-hmm. at it from a logical point of view. There's Isn't reasons. the whole flag thing, too? Like the flag, the flag waving. waving but even thing? if you take all that yeah. aside, if you take the footage out of it, just take the footage out of the whole picture and look at it from a perspective of, is that really possible in that t- that those years? Or did NASA pull off one of the biggest hoax known to man to get funding and everything else? Because at the time, they were nothing mm-hmm. until, until that happened. Then they were huge. 
And then after that, they had all the money and funding in the world. Yeah, to do anything they wanted now. They controlled the broadcast. They sent it directly to the thing. It wasn't, they couldn't pick it up. No one's ever proven that they actually been on the moon because no one can see that far. Mm -hmm. They can't take a telescope to the moon. NASA can. NASA can show it, right? Because <laughs> they're the only ones who control it. So the problem is no one, no one here can answer the question. That's for sure. Need somebody but from I'm just looking at it from a logical inside. point of view. Why would they not go back? Why would, they not, why would we not have a military base on the moon? Military is the biggest thing. If we can get there, why would we not keep going there with shuttles and keep like a building Build and something there, start yeah. to control from a, a point of view that can never be beat, right? Well, I think because of money. Costs too much money. They spend money on everything. Yeah. Costs too much money. And the thing is, is here's, here's my view. And, it, and it's the same view I have on almost all of these conspiracy theories. And that is... You look at any little thing, and you get 10 people involved. You get 10 people involved and tell them to keep a secret. How often does that secret come out? Every time. And you're talking about <laughs> thousands of people involved in a secret, and none of, them, none of them come out and tell the truth. I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. I just don't buy that. that. I thought about that, and too. And that's the same with a lot of these conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. like, like people would like say, oh, they did this and they did this. Like, I worked in the emergency industry. I'm telling you right now, there's no keeping <laughs> secrets I, I don't, on what happens in the street, for example, what yeah. happens yeah. at different events. There's no way they can keep those things secret. I would agree with that. I, I don't disagree with you at all on that. I totally, I thought about the same thing. I'm like, how is it possible that that many people, then it dawned on me that maybe, just maybe, not that many people actually knew about it. Well, the other maybe they thing, hoaxed yeah. their own and teams. The other thing that I'll say about, like you talked about, like the different flags and different things and stuff, like, yeah, I, I'm gonna go back to hunting. The recreates. Oh yeah! Like, oh, you yeah. really, <laughs> you really killed that twelve point. You're right, but you didn't get the perfect shot you wanted or whatever. Okay, so let's go back and let's do a few recreates. Mm -hmm. It's not that the deer didn't get killed and all that, but you did have to go back and clean up the photography. Mm -hmm. So that kind of stuff maybe did happen. Well, maybe like maybe the, the flag and this and but that. But maybe the footage was fake. No one says they actually couldn't have actually landed, but maybe they could not actually film. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not saying, saying that. I'm saying that, that maybe they doctored some footage and Maybe stuff all like the footage was fake just because they wanted to really make it exciting. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is it sounds to me from, and I listened to a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, Joe Rogan had a, a whole thing on this with Neil deGrasse Tyson and all these different people about it. And, you know, the biggest thing is, could it really? Could you really do that at that time? That's the biggest, most question, and not mm -hmm. not just get there. Get back. Well, hold on. All right, let's get let's get realistic here. They landed on the moon. They drove around a car <laughs> rover. Let's be realistic here on the moon. They care. So you're telling me that you're going to go to the moon for the first time ever, put people in space. You're going to land a rover and ride it around the moon. As well? Like, wouldn't you just think just to get there and just step on the moon and take a couple enough. samples and get back and survive? I just feel like well, it's hard did. to believe. It wasn't, they, there was a lot of, of shots before then, each step of the way going a little further. You know, they 
they went and they orbited the Earth, and then they went and they orbited the Moon, and then they, they did a lot of things before they ever actually landed, landed on the Moon. That wasn't like the first thing, like, we're just going to go to the Moon and land. That's not how it worked. That was, which one was it to land? Apollo 11? 11. So there were 10 Apollos before that, that they did practice things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They worked their way that's, to that. That's the part and of the, the, the other that thing, I find hard to the believe other thing that they faked it, too it is, yeah. is the other ones. That's where it gets a little bit yeah. like, really? Because they did send Apollo 13, which everybody knows the movie. Yeah. yeah. But what we thought. The one that exploded, too, with all the people in it. Challenger? That was that was the one later with the, the teacher in it? Yeah, I think that's so. Challenger. Yeah, yeah, that was really yeah, bad. That was a space shuttle. Yeah, yeah. but there mm-hmm. was a the one you were talking about that that blew up on the on the uh, launch pad. So. Yeah, there's there's just I don't know. Anyway, I, I just get back and, to the simple and, part of it. Like, then, could you really land? Take and back then you off. You got to understand too that back then, like NASA had the greatest mathematical minds in the world, all working together. So they were basically doing the work of computers. Like, but did the technology? Like, allow? did you see the movie? Uh, <laughs> what's the What's the movie? The, uh, uh, it's about these black women who worked in. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. I didn't see it. No, you're right. I oh, you got to see that movie. I forgot about that movie. That was just came out, right? Yeah, you got to see that movie. That That movie tells a lot about what was going on in NASA at the time and stuff like that. Like. The mathematics of what was going on and stuff like that, and uh, hidden hidden something or other, hidden numbers or hidden something. But basically, <laughs> it's the beginning of putting computers to work and stuff like that. And and you know these people were doing the math by hand, and like they were, you know, some of them were like geniuses. And like there was the stories about how there's you know some of these black women. Because they were black, they weren't letting them into the NASA because you know they, mm-hmm. and they were like the ones who were doing the math. And finally, the guy says, "Enough of this, you know. Screw this. There's no race here anymore. It's if you can do the job, I need you here, you know." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the same thing at the same time, it was the development of they were putting in the IBM computers and stuff like that, and people were learning how to use them. And you look at, you know, you talk about could they really do that back then? Like in my lifetime. You look at the technology changes that have taken place. That's true. Have just leapfrogged. So, to go in eight years from doing this to landing on the moon, compared to what's happening now, sure it could happen. It's true. I mean, now. Hmm. I know, just wonder. These, I don't know. These little phones we're carrying around. These smartphones are were more powerful than the computers they use to put the people on the moon. Yeah. And I guess I just don't understand why they wouldn't go back. Like all these years, like they would not. Politics. I mean, think about it. They can land on the moon with HD video cameras right now. And the other thing that was funny is that they gave they gave this, I guess, Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, Aldrin, he gave this, like, moon rock to this Dutch prime minister or Dutch king or something, and they tested it because they're all excited about it, and it was petrified wood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is this real? Did you guys really <laughs> go to the moon? Really? So, but the other thing that was interesting too is they, I looked up those guys and in, like interviews, like Buzz Aldrin and Neil. Neil uh, is it? What's his name? Neil Armstrong doesn't really do interviews about it. And yeah. this is where it gets even more shady because you're like, dude, like if you walked on the moon, 
Like, yeah, you got to talk about you it. You would be like so excited about it. And like, if people say you didn't do it, you would fight and say, no, I walked on the moon. Believe it or not, I don't care. Right. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just find it weird because they act really odd. Hmm. And in a lot of the interviews I watched, they were just real like defensive instead of like, no, I, you know, I don't know. I just think that's weird. Yeah. I think if someone well, sets started, foot on I the mean, moon, it's going to be. You know, they did the moon and then they started doing, you know, there's only so much money they could spend and they, they built the space station. And they started pouring money into the space station and stuff like that, you know, where people were living out there for a long, you know, people have been living out there for a long yeah. period of time, running experiments and doing diff- different things. And they probably looked at that and said, that's more important than going back. There's only the so much or... money in the pie, you know. I don't know. So. I just think it's weird that no one died doing that Apollo mission. Like yeah. nobody. I just think it's very <laughs> odd to me. Like some, something that you're doing. We have people people get killed in military exercises that are far less risky yeah, than sending someone to space. space and then 300,000 miles into deep space, ice cold, land on a moon. I just I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. I really don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I can't I can't I can't fathom it. Like it just and don't get me wrong, if they did it, I'm extremely impressed. I just feel like there's a lot of politics at the time. They didn't really care about the moon. It wasn't about the moon. It was, it was only about winning. And I feel there. like it was a smart move in some senses because if that's true and they did that for publicity to beat Russia or whatever, I'm not, I don't necessarily think that was a bad move. It's not an ethical move, but I'm just saying I don't know. I just I feel like we, we, we spent a lot of money exploring other things. The Hubble sp- Space Station, we sent out rovers and rovers and rovers to Mars that have actually landed on Mars. And t- I mean, it's absolutely amazing what they've been able to do. Mm-hmm. And But yet, we don't have rovers on Mar- moon, the moon, which is weird because, I mean, I'm sure there's really nothing there. They're probably right. I just would still think you would want... Explored a little bit more because we only covered especially like if you, one But who wouldn't want to set foot on yeah. the moon? Even like mm-hmm. private people, like yeah. Elon Musk. Like people like that, like, oh, I walked on the moon. I just feel like the technology is not possible. I don't think it is. But Even now? Now I think you're closer. I think now will be the closest. But they keep saying the same thing, and it, no one can explain it. No one will talk about it. The Van, the van whatever it's called, the Van Andel, whatever. No, I keep saying Van Andel. It says, <laughs> the, I forgot the name of it, the Van Andel belts, whatever they're called. If you go through, it's like a radiation like zone. And like if you go into it, you like – I. I don't know. Some people say you cook like a microwave. Some people say machines don't get affected, but people would. There's they saying basically there's no way you can go through it unscathed because it's the sun. It's the sun's pure radiation hitting you. Unlike on Earth, we're blocked by the atmosphere, mm-hmm. so you're not getting hit. You know, so it seems weird that they would go through it and not experience any issues or aftermath of cancer or anything. When you're talking that much straight into your body, yeah, well, they had built a we lot put of lead, shields. We put, they put lead shields on there. They said it didn't <laughs> when matter. When I go to the dentist, they put a big lead Can't vest on top of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I just, I don't know. But you know, whatever you believe is fine. I just, for me, it's like you know, I just, I'm real big into facts. I don't know. I've seen some footage. There's like, there's footage that that was, they didn't even know was like recording. It's them in there messing around with the camera. Oh. Make, they back out the camera from the window, and they, like, blacked out all around. You can see all this because it's uncut footage. Hmm. And they're like, oh, we're halfway to the moon. And then, then they take off this thing, and they're really – it's right, the, the Earth's right outside the window. They're like, 30, hmm. they're, like, 100 miles above the Earth. So I just feel like, come on, like, that distance, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I have a better chance of climbing Mount Everest than they actually landed on the moon. <laughs> You're listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, powered by Vanguard Outdoors. 
let nature surround you, and be a part of this amazing heritage of bow hunting. Now, on to the show. <laughs> I like to see them do that. You'd be, if they right, see there. They can... You'd be right there with green boots. No, I'd say I'd be frozen <laughs> along. Speaking of Everest, that's a good topic to move into. That is an amazing challenge that I would never do. But I would never, yeah, exactly. I can't believe people who actually do it, you know? Why? I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I would like to go see it. Like, I don't want to climb it, but I would like to see it. Like, I'd mm-hmm. like to go there and be at the base. Is it the summit? or No, no, no. Summit's the base. The top, yeah. I like to be at the base and, like, just step foot on it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to actually try to climb it. No. I mean, you're talking mm-hmm. negative 40 degrees, they said, when the wind is, like, the storms come. And they've lost so many people there. They I don't just... even know how many people have actually died up there. There's, oh. a, there's just so many. And they, the, once the bodies are there, I guess they there's something written in the law like the bodies stay they there. stay. You can't get yeah. them off. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, um, people it's would so die big. trying to get them. Yeah. Well, that's the question, right? The one I watched this I watched this whole thing about it. It was so interesting to me. But um, people, um, they went up, and during that time. It was like a, they're filming something, like a National Geographic thing or something about a guy who had one leg. Did you ever see this? Mm-mm. He has one leg, uh, and he wanted to cl- climb Everest with just one mechanical leg and one real leg. It's totally fake. Could be. <laughs> no, this one wasn't There's fake. There's no way he could <laughs> No, I, yeah. Technology. <laughs> it's totally fake. It's a big scam. Conspiracy. <laughs> um, so he, I don't know where he is here, but he... Um, Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up here. So he, uh, anyway, so he climbs up there, and he gets, uh, he's got Sherpas and stuff. He gets, he gets the old Green Boots Cave, whatever they call it, and as he, as he gets there, there's another guy in there, David Sharp. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of David Sharp, but he was in there, still alive, but barely. And he's sitting there, and uh, basically he's just sitting like this, and he's, like, freezing to death, mm. realistically. Yeah. And the guy is, like, all these people, like, passed him, and the camera guy, like, filmed him. Like, they there's, like, footage of this. They didn't realize he was still alive. Well, they knew he was alive, but they're, okay. like, what do we do? So then it gets to the guide that this guy is with. I forgot this guy's name, but he's he's walking with this guy, and, and, and they, they pull him out, and they put him in the sun, and they, you know, because he's in the same cave as that Green Boots guy. Mm-hmm. And they try to, like, revive him. He's barely, like cognitive or whatever you know and um he's like you know i forgot he said my name's david sharp or something like that right oh no 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 they all passed him that's what it was the first time they're like hey man you need to keep moving you need to keep moving because he's hooked up to the line so they have to hook around him to keep going so they all pass him and supposedly one of the guys uh, calls down to the base camp says there's a guy up here which the base camp guy said never happened so there's like some controversy there but whatever so they keep going they summit they come down, the guy's still there. And the, they're like, and the Sherpa yeah, pulled out no. the guy into the sun and said, hey, you know, you got to move. He's like, like, yeah. He's like, and then at that point, he mumbled, like, my name's David Sharp or something like that. And he was with uh, this Asian Pacific or something. There's like a, a group that comes, but they don't actually guide you. They just give you the license mm-hmm. to go onto the mountain, but you don't and have to have a guide. For free. Yes, but if you're with this, these other groups that are legit, you have to have a guide, right? So... Anyway, he died, obviously, and, um, you know, they left him, and so they, when they got back, 
they uh, put this documentary out, right? Because it was like filmed by this professional National Geographic or something. But this guy's in it, right? Jeez. And so they took on like all this controversy that they didn't do anything. Like they didn't yeah, try to get this guy him. down. They didn't do yeah. anything to save this guy. And so this momentous occasion of this guy with one leg summits Turns is like torn big, apart yeah, torn because off. they didn't do anything. Now, my question is more to Kevin because, you know, you worked in first responders. What, I guess, you know, there's a lot of controversy about what you could do, okay? So the guy's up, you know, what I don't know, 26,000 feet, you know. You can't climb They can't, he can't, he can't move. The guy, the guy had said, he goes, the guy can't walk. He goes, yeah. he's dead. If you can't walk, yeah. no one yeah. can carry you down from this mountain. Even if I turned around and tried to bring him down, mm-hmm. it, it would never happen. I would probably hurt myself and maybe not, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do? And that's like, it's like, a, and one of the guys had, you know, one of the guys in the group, it really bothered him. His name was Cowboy, who's in this group. And he had a hard time with it because, you know, he, he felt like, you know, he did the wrong thing. He's deserting the guy, yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, and then this guy, still, Sir Hillary Clinton, or Sir Hillary, ah, oh, I'm going to get it wrong. Whoever his name is, Sir Hillary something. He's the first guy to actually summit Everest that people know and survive. He was giving him. Uh, crap about it he's like you guys left him human life's worth more than the trip okay let's time out real quick though the trip's like 40 grand it's not like a normal trip that i'm just gonna throw that out there and don't get me wrong money isn't more important people but they paid a lot of money to be on this trip and summit when the day they're supposed to summit so i guess you get caught into this ethics thing right and what's right and wrong Mm -hmm. but i mean how do you i guess how do you view that i mean i view it like like the that guy, like human life's more important than anything else. To me, if you made it that far and you didn't summit, but you saved someone's life, what would be a greater accomplishment? True. That's a great point. My question would be to and, you, and could you? But could you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about the situation up there to second-guess people who do it all the time. I mean, if it's undoable you know if you know you're gonna die trying to save this guy obviously you know and i guess you'd have to rely on the guides at that point to tell you look yeah, is there's this possible there's six of us if we try to take this guy to mountain the mountain are we all gonna die mm-hmm. and at some point you have to say well what's good for the majority of the people i mean I know that they probably, obviously, that you can't, like, land a helicopter, but couldn't they, like, bring a helicopter and kind of drop down a basket? I don't think they up? can. No, There's, not in that. Too, I, don't, I have no idea about it. I think it's, it's too, cold, like too high, okay. too, too cold. High. Okay. Helicopters, uh, that's the same height as a airliner jet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, 32,000 feet or something at the end there. Yeah. And I think, too, like, because um, there was another case up there where this woman, they found this woman, and she was still alive. I remember that one. She but, was sitting on a rock or something. No, she was laying down. She was down off the trail a ways. And they I did I remember this climb one. down to her, and she was still alive. But they're like, we can't. What do we do? Yeah. We can't get, you know, they were trying to get her up, get her moving. She couldn't move. And, like, you've only got, like, so much. I think they're, most of these people are on, like, breathing apparatus and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, you, you have to have oxygen. And so you only have so much, <laughs> it's just you've crazy. only got so much air and this so much This is the actual, time. here's the camps and it goes up this hill. But the problem is this guy was like here. Yeah. And there's only this th- is like massive. This is not small. You're like yeah. a dot, you're like an ant, a small ant on this. And yeah. that's all ice downhill. Like it's not. Yeah, and if you're, if you're, uh, if you're on 
you know, like bottle air, you've only got so much air, mm-hmm. and now you're carrying somebody, that means you're, you're doubling your consumption more, at yeah. least, you know, believe me, I know from being a firefighter, like, I could sit and breathe on an air bottle just sitting talking. Mm-hmm. It's a 30-minute air bottle, and yeah. I could sit there and talk and breathe on it and probably get 30 minutes out of it. But you fight a fire, you got like 10 minutes on a bottle. Wow, yeah, because you're breathing heavy. Yeah, and you're to... sucking air, you know. And so, yeah. so the idea that you could just pick somebody up and carry them down the mountain when you're on air. Well, that's what I was getting at. Most people are dying. I mean, they barely got to that yeah, point. They're so tired. It's probably not doable. Yeah, the only thing I thought of is maybe, at first I thought of this, and it would never work because then I realized why, but I was like, well, why don't they bring, like, portable sleds in their pack or something they could, like, put them on and sled them down, but it's not possible because those those ridges are like this. Yeah. So if he if that sled went off, you're, he's it drops. I mean, you're gone. I mean, it's like, yeah. a, it's like a thin line. Like, yeah. you're threading the needle. It's, like, as wide as this, and you're walking on the edge, an ice edge. Yeah, All the way up got, and down. They probably there's have no, to repel down and everything else. You, you know? And then there's mm-hmm. another part called the uh, ice uh, ice rolls or something. But whatever. There's these big ice giant things. They drop a ladder across it, uh, an actual extension ladder, and they walk across the ladder. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it drops like 200 yards, like far. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you're gone. I mean, if you fell in there, you're gone. You're gone. It's yeah. like an ice... I don't even yeah. know what you call it. I'm just thinking about like, like no, thank you. <laughs> like you guys, that like, that's I, extreme. I life wouldn't right want to put myself in that situation. Well, I don't understand what's so great about summoning the mountain. Like you get up there, you can't breathe. You're there for like five minutes. You know, I mean, literally ten, whatever they stay. They can't stay long. So they have to be out of there before like noon. It's like mm-hmm. a certain time frame to get past. It's their, it's their sixteen point buck. Yeah, it's true. No, yeah. it's true. I mean, everybody's got their. You know, I mean they. They go all over the world and climb mountains, and that's like the, yeah, that's, that's like yeah. the epitome of it. You know, that's that's. The, but they, I'm mean, honestly, I would say that majority of the people I watch, and there's a couple things. There's like, Doom on Everest or something. There's once a '96 documentary about the two groups that went up, and almost all of them didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And it's really, I mean, if you haven't seen this, I mean, it's it's kind of heartwarming. You might not want to watch it, but it's really interesting to watch. Like, and it, it's after the movie. The movie Everest that came out, which is actually what sparked me to like think yeah. about it again because I didn't think about it. I'm like, oh man, and the movie was really done well. They actually did a great job of showing uh, what happened during that time. Mm-hmm. And um, there was uh, two groups of people that had these. They're from one was from Australia, I think the other one's from another area and uh, another country. And they, I forgot the names of them, but they took people on the mountain. That was what they did. But they took big groups, like eight or nine people, instead of like just three. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they happened, though, was for the Everest, the movie, and part of the, the real expedition is they had like three three or four groups in camp, that, that base camp, to go up this mountain. There's too many people. I mean, and they're all going the same weekend, same day. So they ended up, there was like lines and people couldn't get going. They couldn't get speed. They couldn't, you know, so everything got clogged and jammed and they couldn't really move fast. You know, they're going super slow. And then the storm rolled in and they got, everything got, I mean, they got confused. They got mixed up. They're walking off the edges. They can't see. And they're, the rope, they're just holding onto the rope, hoping it gets them. But they're freezing though. It's negative 40 with wind, you know, hitting them. One guy fell over, passed out, woke up, nose gone, hands are gone. And then he got in. He luckily stumbled in. He got mm-hmm. lucky. He when he passed out, he passed out. His uh, hat came off and everything. So he's just laying in the snow. Ugh. I Jeez. mean, just unbelievable. Like you know, and he he stumbled in and survived. But um, you know, uh, other people didn't. And uh, the main guide, two, both the main guides didn't make it back because the one 
they summited late because the one guy had a mailman, this guy from Doug something from the U.S., and he had been on four of these things with this guy, two or three, three or four. It was a lot, and he couldn't afford to come back, and he was there. I mean, he was at the Hillary Step, they call it. Mm-hmm. Sir Edmund Hillary, that's his name. But he was at the Hillary step because it's the last piece, and you go up this, like, ridge, and you go up onto the, the summit. And the guys were coming down, the guide with the rest of the people. And he's at the step. He's like, I got to go. I got to This is it. This is all I have left. And the guide no, knew better because he should have said, no, you have to come down. Yeah. But the guy was barely even making it there. He was like, you know, like, just out of it. And so he took him to the summit. They didn't even get past the Hillary step to get down, and that's where it all ended for them. Ugh. That's it. Because the guy passed out, and he wouldn't leave him. He wouldn't leave he the other leave. guy. And you, you, you know, once your air's gone, you can't, you can't move. You're, you become powerless. Uh-huh. Hmm. And uh, that guy's oxygen died, and he didn't have a chance anyway. And then Rob Hall, who's the guy's name, he was, like, one of the best climbers. He's done it multiple times, but... You know, sad. It was bad. Jeez. That was a bad one, the Everest. Because really, the storm was what really caused what the year, full. What year did that happen? 96. That's a really great documentary. But it's part of the movie Everest. If you watch that movie, that's what it's all about is that whole. That part. But, but if you, it's better to watch the 96 thing because they show everything, like how they went up, where mm-hmm. they made their mistakes. You know, they should have not went. There was three other groups. So you had these other people and, you know, most people, you know, majority didn't make it back. That was the worst day on Everest thing they called it ever. There's other ones. The David Sharp year that was bad. That was a bad year. There's other people got hurt. Um, most time people don't come back with all their hands. What or countries fingers. in Nepal, right? Yeah, it's but it's one side. The other side's China or so. I can't remember the other side. Hmm. But anyway, if you're out there and you're exploring these things, you just gotta know what you're getting into. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna absolutely. say. If you're gonna take on the moon or Everest, you better know what you're doing because mm-hmm. both of them will freeze you in a second. <laughs> Did you guys see the new movie? Uh, it's on Netflix. It's um, it's really good. It's uh, oh, it's like corridors something. It's about space travel. It's so good. It's like a mo- it's a real movie. Oh, and another great thing on Netflix right now is a show, a series called um, uh, Dirty Money. Amazing. Uh, this series goes through um, a couple different companies and how they made their money. Volkswagen being one of them, and how mm-hmm. they trick the economy into their diesel, saying their <laughs> diesel was clean. The gas, but really it was putting out poison for all these years in the U.S. and other countries. They were fined $24 billion. Uh, and they're still here, which politically I probably understand why, because, you know, it's still got to make money for states and all that. But, I mean, they deceived on purpose the whole system, which is crazy when you yeah. really think about it. I mean, if you're driving a Volkswagen, I can't believe you're driving a Volkswagen. I'm not going to lie <laughs> for what they did. I mean, that was the worst of anything I've ever seen. I mean, they were putting out. Right now, all those diesel vehicles are at Silverdome, like in the parking lot, and there's like thousands and thousands of them that they said was clean diesel. They cheated the system by putting in a uh, some sort of cheater inside this computer. So the car, when you tested it, it, wouldn't let out all the exhaust or wouldn't do something specific until you turn the steering wheel or something <laughs> weird happened. And then it emitted like crazy hundreds of times that. the amount it was supposed to emit or was legal. It was oh. crazy. There was another story about a guy who um, started uh, a pay pay now company where like you know you can get you can loan loan quick loans type oh, thing yeah. but like you know like if you if you don't have enough money to pay because your checks come in two weeks but yeah. you want to pay it back but you need 500 bucks to get by it doesn't really affect people who have money but people who don't have money it really affects them because mm-hmm. you know, they might need 500 bucks to get by to keep the heat on or whatever mm-hmm. so these people were 
you know, I guess taking advantage of the system by, you know, offering loans, but then tricking the people how the loan would be paid back. So, yeah, because instead of like, I mean, to be honest with you and to be fair to the company that did this. Probably a lot on the customer too. It is. I read the the contract because they showed it. I, I do think it's a little confusing, but I understood it. But, you know, I'm educated and, you know, I totally understood the contract. But like when I looked at it, I wouldn't have thought right away I understood it. I would have had to really, when they show you all that, I'm like, oh, okay, it does say that, you know. Mm-hmm. But what this company did that really messed, not messed them up, but was the most illegal part is they put the company into an Indian tribe's name and so they could avoid the states to get to do this because it's not legal in all states. Uh-huh. But Indian the Indian tribes can't be sued through only federal. Uh-huh. And so they went to the Indian reservation, made a deal with them that all the companies would be under their name Right, so they trick. They, they're playing, yeah. you know, footsie, whatever you want to call it. So that's what ultimately brought them down, is because they did like a, you know, again, contracts, contract. You know, I get it, but anyway, the last one was a pharmaceutical one, and it's yeah. about. It's not the last one. There's more. I didn't see them all. The pharmaceutical one is about the company who raised the the drugs on uh, HIV drugs and all that. The the pill went from a dollar a pill to like seven hundred dollars a pill. Jesus. All for money. All for profit. That's, oh, that's- unbelievable. And even today, after everything's said and done, there was lawsuits and all that stuff. It's still like two hundred bucks a pill. <laughs> then you wonder why insurance is so bad. And that this yeah. company, all they did was keep buying other companies and acquired that those drugs, and then they thing. just raised all. That's all they do. They don't put no money in technology. They just Let raise the price do it, and then they of each pill. Of they buy a thing and then just raise all the prices. Buy a thing, Jeez. raise all the prices. Jeez. <clears throat> it really blows my mind how unethical these people are at the highest level. They're all over I mean, place. really. Yeah. I mean, Volkswagen, that's unbelievable. At the highest level, they say, oh, I'll put a cheating device in. Let's just, we'll just cheat our way into making money and selling cars. I mean, dude, like, like you don't, yeah. and the worst part is most of them don't even go to jail for it. And that's what blows my mind the most. Like, yeah, it's like, really? This is why people do these things because there's no, no scare tech. They still get to walk away with their billions of dollars in retirement and mm-hmm. buyout, you know? Yeah. And then you wonder why. It's yeah. like, come on. Should make them go to the moon. Yeah, we should put them on the moon. <laughs> see what they can do it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. We know it's a little bit off subject, but I think it'd be fun if we do some off subject stuff here and there. And it doesn't always have to be about hunting, even though we love yeah. it. Let's Great outdoors. Get outside. Enjoy yourself. Take a kid hunting and, uh, well, shooting bow right now, I guess, or shooting BB guns or whatever. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.